rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up, everybody? This is Tara Devlin. How you doing? All right. Why am I sounding so excited? I'm really not. Um, I I really need to learn how to manage my time better because I was like down to the wire today. And I can't blame myself. I'll give myself a break here. You know, it's uh, it's been a tough week. Last week, well, let me just, before I d- dive in, I'll do the housekeeping, which is in case you don't know if you're here for the first time. And that's, that, that's a possibility because this show, and I'm really grateful. So thank you, everybody, for spreading the word. And thank you for giving me a re- review on iTunes, a good review, remember, not a bad one. If you, if, you have a, if you don't have anything nice to say, keep it to yourself, all right? I, don't, I mean, I want to hear it, but you could tell me privately. You don't have to put it on iTunes. Anyway, last week, we, by the time we were done with the show, we had over 2,500 viewers already. That's pretty good, just online. So clearly people are tuning in and it makes the difference because why the hell would we do this? Why, why even bother? And that's good because this is the liberal media. You know, all that, that liberal, liberal media we heard about, you're looking at it, people. And I mean, look around. It's not that impressive. (laughs) But we do it anyway. And that's really my motto in life. Do it anyway, you know, because I, I, that's actually how I, how I feel like I'm still alive, frankly. I'm alive anyway, you know, because I am in recovery. I was a drug addict. I, I've had many lives this lifetime. I am very fortunate to be clean and sober today. And I always say that I got clean anyway, in spite of how I felt and with a lot of help. So that's another story for another time with the help of, of people who uh, showed me the way. But anyway, so I say, do it anyway, do the show anyway. You know, you don't, you're not in a studio. Let's do it anyway. There's no liberal media. Be the liberal media anyway. So anyway, thank you for hanging out with me every week. And also, if you're donating to the site, if you go to RDT Daily and donate, anybody who donates above $20 will get this grab them by the midterms window cling with Francis Jr. Jr., on the on the picture right there he's very triggered by republicans as you can see and please leave your address in the address bar so i can send you the cling because people have donated and they haven't left their address i don't know where to send the cling all right gotta meet me halfway and all right the other thing is so we meet here every saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app or GDPR Revolution 99, which is another less uh, or up and coming, let's say. I'm not, it's not less. I was going to say less known or lesser known. 
it's not it's just more uh, it's not as whatever it's 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 finding its way in the world with the help of us and that's GDPR Revolution 99 and if you're a podcast junkie like I am check it out all right let me breathe for a second uh, what a week another oh the other thing is um, the people were asking about my leg because I had an accident last week. We were talking about it. It was uh, another shit show. Thanks, Obama. And I do mean thanks because without Obama, I wouldn't have been able to go to the hospital without worrying about going bankrupt. And that's the thing that pisses me off. One of the things that I really want to see before I die is universal health care in this country. Wouldn't it be nice? That's what I was thinking of. Because here's what happened. I was in a, a bicycle accident last week. I was, I ride my bike everywhere for fitness and for the environment and, and everything. You know? I hate the subway. I live in New York. It sucks. I, it's good for my mental health to be on a bike more than on the subway, believe me. And so I was in an accident where I went. I, it was pretty bad. I, the car, I, got, I hit a car that stopped short. Because I was avoiding, somebody opened their door, nobody looks, you know what I mean. Everybody is, it's every man for himself out there in this world. And that's the thing we got to change. But, uh, one day at a time, frankly. But So the guy opened his door, I went, had to swerve around him. And then the guy in front of him, or whatever, one of the cars stopped short. I, I basically took a header over the the hood hood of the car, the roof of the car, the trunk, I guess. It was the back of the car. And hurt my leg really bad. And it was fine, though. It was actually very... I was fortunate because I, I was hit in the... Probably the best place I could have been hit. If I had hit my knee or any other place, I probably would have broken my leg, frankly. And... Um, but it was, it was bad. And last week... I won't even show you the... I mean, it's really bad like my entire right leg was bruised I had a giant welt I I was I thought I was I, it reminded me of Henry the eighth frankly that's what I was we were talking about last week because he had a giant ulcer on his leg that was a result of a jousting accident that never healed properly and I was like oh my god this must have been what happened to Henry the eighth because if this thing could really get out of hand here and um, so it did get a little out of hand, and I ended up having to go to the hospital, and they had to cut the damn thing open. It's disgusting, I know, and that's, that's, that's what's happening right now. So I'm dealing with this. It's not quite healed, and, but I, during my trip to the hospital, I was texting with Poppy Champlin, who is one of our regulars here on Tara Buster, and that's what we, we were talking about. Thanks, Obama. Because that I, because I work for myself, and because of that, I'm able to buy health care uh, in spite of the fact that I don't have to go uh, work for some lord in uh, some corporate lord that bestows his benefits or her benefits upon me. And that's really what the the whole notion of having universal health care. I mean, Obamacare was a step in the right direction. And it is freedom. You know, these effing Republicans talk about, oh, it was because be, because I saw something this week. Um, one of these f stupid Republicans, as as I was doing research 
uh, I came across this website where they said it, it, it said that uh, John Roberts was going to receive the Benedict Arnold Award. This was back in the day, right? And of course, I knew exactly why. I clicked on it anyway, just to confirm what I already knew, which was they were giving this conservative website was they were giving John Roberts a uh, the Justice Roberts on the Supreme Court the Benedict Arnold Award for betraying the Constitution for siding with uh, for allowing Obamacare to continue and. Um, betraying the Constitution. So for, to allow the government, which is the proper role of government, to regulate corporations, so th to promote the general welfare over the welfare of the corporate elite, that to regulate corporations so they don't ride you mercilessly to the bank, that's the whole notion of having a democratic republic. We, we elect our representatives that go to the the government they go they work at, in uh, to write legislation that promotes the general welfare and when you have the a corporation that is bloated and out of control and abusing you and riding you like a broken mule then that it is the proper role of government aka we the people to step in and say, uh-uh, no, you don't. Um, reel it in, mother effers. This is, the, there is nothing more unconscionable than a system that makes people rich, a few, a handful of people rich, by denying other human beings health care. What is the much, what is the, a, a, another, what, what, what is more of a fundamental right? And it's enshrined in our, in our uh, founding documents, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If you have no life, oh well, it's all, everything is uh, null and void then. Liberty, the pursuit. So what, what they're talking about um, is, it, it's so unfathomable to me. I got, am I speaking unfathomable? You know what I'm saying. I can't, I, I just cannot, um, believe it sometimes how the anything could be twisted so and really what it was that they uh, what I believe is that they're they were upset because what the conservatives real problem is is that they don't like sharing with people who are a little darker than them and that and when you scratch the surface that's what it's about because in their mind Obamacare was giving health care to bl brown people, and that's how they peddle it, and that's how they have always peddled it. These corporate oligarchs, or whatever the hell, that they, from the from the inception of the labor movement, you look throughout history. It's always been the underlying theme is racism, and that is the United States. That is our our original sin. And we need to have uh, truly confront it if we ever really want to, uh, you know, have a country that works for all. But they don't want a country that works for all. They don't want a government that works for all. And 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 because of um, so anyway, what, with uh, 
my my situation with my leg, I was sitting in the hospital. I was like, wouldn't it be great to not have to worry? Because they, they come in, what's your insurance? What's your copay? What's your, you know, co-insurance? All this, everybody, and everybody's got to like, oh, uh, a different tier. Like, is this covered? Or, and and then, you know, they have stitches. I have stitches in my leg, so they're like, the doctor, which I won't ne- mention her name, she's like, do you, do you want to come back to get your stitches out? And, ha- you know, how much is your copay? And she uh, she ended up giving me a, a sutures kit so I could take the stitches out myself when, when ready. Because this is where we live. Because, you know, why pay a, a giant copay? Why ha- why pay, uh, you know, when I could just snip, snip myself? I hope I do it right. But this is where we are. This is where we live. In other countries, you get to, ha- you know, when you have an accident, you don't have the stress of wondering, oh, my God, uh, am I going to be able to afford this? Is, is this, this unexpected bill going to set me back? And I remember recently... The, the heartbreaking video of a woman who was pinned on a, by a train and screaming. Uh, the, and the international media were reporting on this. And what a shame to us as a people that this woman was screaming, saying, don't call an ambulance because she couldn't afford it. What the hell? She's pinned uh, between the platform and the train. This is where we live. And that's that's something that's supposed to make you proud this is why we send uh you know why we're funneling more money to the top this is why we uh, uh we, like um you know i live in new york and uh i joined the national guard after september 11th and i always think of condi rice and the bush administration talking about how oh we'll move we would have moved heaven and earth after we we were attacked so you have 3,000, or I can't remember how, how, the exact number of people died in the, tr- in the trade center. But so we would move heaven and earth to save those lives, right? We would have done whatever it takes, supposedly. But every day that people can't go to the doctor, that people prematurely are made dead by the greed of, a, an, of an unconscionable system that puts the... the, the the welfare of the fat bastards at the top over the welfare of the majority of Americans. That's a, that, that's a, a system that is not working. But they want you to continue to rally uh, and rise up and, and uh, have a tea party, again, a taxed enough already party, which is such bullshit, about the black guy in the White House giving other people access to health care. Other people meaning, you know, brown people. That's what it's about. It really is ultimately about the fact that they don't want to live in a, in a country with brown people that are uppity. That's it. If, you're, if you have to share, if you have the same things, what is going to differentiate your privilege from somebody a few shades darker? Right, because they all take advantage of the social safety net when they need it, and and they often do. 
In fact, as we know, statistically, white people are more uh, people on welfare than are, are on, on, on public assistance in general than people of color. But whatever, it doesn't matter. The, the, we know what the under, underlying subtext is. And that's the whole thing. And we know they're hypocrites because we see what's going on right now with the farmers as Trump is bailing out the farmers that he screwed over. But there's not, where's the Tea Party for that? Because we heard all about how when Obama was going to bail out homeowners, which that's another story, but how that, uh, that asshole got on, uh, what's his name, Santelli? I don't even know. Who cares? One of these greed-centered ghouls went, went on the and, – and I remember it well because it was right after Obama was elected. And they – right before the ridiculous morons rallied in, in Washington, D.C., because what they really were rallying against was there was a black guy in the White House. They were upset. They, it's, the world was upside down for them. They, and their, this whole uh, rallying cry, Santelli, do you want to bail out homeowners? Yeah. And the fact is what happened was Obama did not bail out the homeowners, and, uh, which is a, that's the problem. <sighs> anyway, what am I saying? What am I doing? <laughs> so whatever. What I was saying was that I was in the hospital and I was like, thanks, Obama. And really, I mean it. Thanks. But we're, we're not there yet, though. That's the problem. We're not fully there. And, if, and the Republicans are fucking up as much as they can the, the health system and trying to blame it on Obama. It's just that the whole thing, the, the other thing that is so irritating about Trump and the Republicans, and they are the same, believe me, right? And even when I say believe me, I think of Trump because he's always like, believe me, believe me. And, but that uh, they are, let's not separate Trump and the Republicans. They own him, lock, stock, and barrel. That's their con man. That's their grifter. That's their traitor that they installed in the White House with the help of a hostile foreign power. Think about that. This is what we're up against. So we're up the hypocrisy. Uh, and the, the people who were for years, you know, the, we, we, we heard about Obama, how he was uh, on an apology tour, and, which is such bullshit. Because when they were talking about the, uh, that Obama went on an apology tour, what he did was when he went to the Middle East, he made reference to a, a reality, the truth of the matter, that the United States had a hand in overthrowing democratically elected governments in Iran. And the everybody in the world knows this, but the stupid morons in the United States, because we don't, we're not taught anything here. We're only taught about USA, USA, and, t and uh, how do you not take a knee, right? You don't take a knee in a football stadium protesting the murder of, uh, of innocent people by uh, a a uh, police force that is not, you know, it's not an execution force. The police are supposed to take you to your day in court, right? I mean, we're supposed to have due process. They're not supposed to just gun you down in the streets, right? But whatever, you know, freedom, I suppose. That's freedom. The freedom to, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know about um, 
what what free country has mandatory mandatory flag salutes? But whatever. I mean, don't don't pester them with the the truth. But so the we we have these morons that talk about taking a knee. It's how unpatriotic. Where we watched a president figuratively take a knee in front of Putin, this thug, a murderer, a killer, an anti-democratic fascist oligarch. And that's what they want here. Don't don't kid yourself. And Republicans are in on it because they knew that Trump was a compromised agent of a foreign dictator because they got the briefings. We didn't get the briefings. We we only know what we know. They know what we know is bad enough. What they know, I'm sure, will curl your toes, right? But they still allowed that moron to be their standard bearer. And also they rally around him because they want, they're afraid. They're afraid of the morons, the base. And when they say that 80% of Republicans support Trump because they're so afraid, remember this, that the Republican Party is shrinking. So it's it's really 80% of 30%, 80% of the morons. So there's always going to be that 30% of morons. That you're never gonna convince that you're you, that they're they're just the racist asshole fascist dupes, and that's the way they want to stay. That's fine, but they should never be in the majority. And whatever they're in the majority now by hook and by crook, they are not a majority party. They ne- they were never meant to be a majority party. The Republican Party should always be, a, a, well, I mean, whatever you call it, let's just say a conservative party because a rose by any name, a conservative rose by any name stinks. It's really conservatism. And it's that's been the battle for time immemorial. Conservatism and progressivism. Are we going to pro- progress forward together, or are we going to believe the bullshit that is being heaped upon us by a corrupt power structure that wants to keep people down? And that's why they peddle this this bullshit about heaven, and you'll get your rewards when you're dead, and how and, and this is why. Trump and the Republican Party, they're all about, you know, pretending to be all into Jesus and whatnot. I mean, that's, it's the, it's like a full court press on your freedom when it comes down to it. And we, we see the hypocrisy, the, of these, these idiots, because where are they now that the, that Trump is bailing out the, the farmers? Where, I, I, and where are they that, now with this tax whatever this bullshit tax which is just socialism for the rich funneling more money to the top creating the uh trillion dollar deficits that all of a sudden they they're quiet about it's all good don't worry about it right but it's the hypocrisy and uh i mean i don't know what's worse because on top of that on top of the hypocrisy, on top, it's, it's the the hypocrisy is never ending. We will never run out of examples every single day. And I always say, I wish that they were religious, right? I wish they, you know, they, they talk about their Jesus. Oh, who's your favorite philosopher? I remember they asked George Bush. Oh, uh, Jesus, 
They're, it's, they're all Jesus. They don't because they don't know any other philosophers. Are you kidding me? Philosophy? That's for that's for fags, right? I mean, I can say that because I'm a dyke, right? <laughs> Just kidding. I am a dyke, but I mean, I'm allowed to say that word too. That other word. I don't want. I mean, I'm not saying it. I, I don't like saying things like that. No offense to anybody who takes offense, but this is for mature audiences. Did I mention that Mike Malloy is coming on the show after the break? Well, it's actually, he's going to call in at um, 7.30. All right, everybody, relax, people. He's got things to do. I'm, I'm lucky that he, he said he was, you know, said yes to the invitation to, to be on the show because we all need a break. He does this five days a week. If you haven't listened to Mike Malloy, you're you're missing out and you should be subscribing to his podcasts at mikemalloy.com but we'll get into that after the break and i need help i need help i need a and mike is mike is amazing and he's been on the front lines he's somebody that actually puts his money where his mouth is i've bailed him out of jail okay being, being arrested protesting war He's he shows up. He's not just sitting behind a microphone. He's participating and trying to make this world a better place. Unlike these scumbag Republicans and all the people that follow them because they're cowards. So this week, uh, another thing I knew I, I just heard that because uh, I'm a comedian and I live in New York and there is a small New York com comedy community and uh, one of the comedians, a New York comedian, Poppy Kramer, passed away. And I'm not sure if you've heard heard of her. She was on Biggest Loser, and she, uh, the thing, the re I wasn't really a great friend of hers. I just, I, I did some shows with her, and I, but she, she was young. She was 46 years old. I don't know how she died, and, and it really, when I see things like that, it kind of it touches me because that's how that you never know that life is so short we don't know how much time we have and i it made me think you know i mean i feel so bad that uh to hear this it really it upset me and i Every day is is precious, and this is why I, I I wonder why people like these Republican bastards like Betsy DeVos and there's never enough money for them. There's never enough. There, and uh, who, you know, I always who's that other one that that Skeletor looking? Um, they're all, they're all very dead. Like they look like they look like corpses. Who's the one that really looks like a corpse? He's one of the finance people. I don't know. And he's rich beyond words. Now these are people that when you when 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 I think about the fact that FDR, right, who was a a part of the American aristocracy, really, right? I mean, we we in a democracy you should not have not Poppy, not Poppy Champlin. People are asking, "No, no, not Poppy." No, it's just a different Poppy. Thank God. Thank Poppy's Poppy Champlin is alive and well. 
thankfully. Hi, Poppy. <laughs> People are asking on the feed. Not po- No, no, no. Not, not our friend Poppy on the show. No, no, no. No, no. It's another Poppy. With a Poppy with an I. Yes, yes. A different Poppy. Thank you. And uh, not to be confused. I don't want anybody to be confused. Poppy's great, and she's going to be on the show very soon again. And anyway, but what was I saying? So um, FDR, his his inherited fortune was twenty five million dollars in today's money. That uh, that was that seemed like a fortune, right? But that's isn't that enough to live on? How much money do you need? You need a billion? How many billions do you need? Jeff Bezos? He's like a billionaire. There, there is no absolute reason on this planet for anybody to be an effing billionaire when you have such disparity because you know they didn't uh, the the, re- the reason they have that money is because they're able to rig the system they're able to manipulate the system and work the system and they're they're not doing it alone everybody is in that game they th- we should never have rich people who that are so that are so powerful to the point where they can corrupt government and that's what we have there's just no getting around it and we that's why we need to the blue wave like i said last week is a patriotic imperative there if we don't get it back in the midterms and start turning this shit around then uh, we're not going to survive. This country, the grand experiment in liberal de- democracy, is not a guarantee. It it was an experiment. That they, what did Ben Franklin say? A republic, if you can keep it. If you can keep it, of course, because we've had how many examples throughout history of republics not lasting? Every single one. This is we're we're. I don't know. It's not the longest one. And it, it certainly is hanging by a thread because the other thing is in order to have a lasting republic, you have to have a, a common set of aspirations. But we don't even have that. They have divided us so on so many levels, not just along racial lines, which is, which is kind of a big one. Because if you have a diverse country, a melting pot, of immigrants we are a country of immigrants no matter what no matter if the fascist bastards change the mission statement on the immigration uh because that's what they did they they're, they're changing the uh documents and taking out the things like we are a melting pot that america is a nation as a nation of immigrants in the immigration and naturalization, I'm, I'm trying to remember the um, exact, uh, you know, agency. It's the immigration. And I think it's, I'm not exactly sure what exactly it's called. The Immigration and Naturalization Service, I think it is. But they changed, they took out that, they took out the, the sentence that said, America is a nation of immigrants. Oh, oh and what else is it? Unless you were, unless you're a Native American, your you your your ancestors came from somewhere else. Every single and not so long ago. I I mean, most of us have were third generation at, at most, fourth generation. That's not that long ago. My grandparents came off the boat. 
like many other grandparents. And that's, yeah, like Trump's grandparents, like, like Trump's parents. His mother was born in Scotland. So that's, they're, they're so full of shit on so many levels. They have, and that's the other thing that I can't stand about Republicans besides everything else is that they don't have the manners or the maturity to simply say thank you for everything that they've been handed. They, they, they got to get in there. And if they climb the ladder that others built for them, they got to pull it up behind them, like Paul Ryan or their, or whatever, name a Republican. They're all trying to destroy the social safety net. And what do, what do you have when you don't have a social safety net and you have, because this is what they want. This is the world that conservatives are building for us. This is what they want. And we've, we've seen this world before, and we also have examples currently, because I always say that the dream land for conservatism is Pakistan, and, and it really is. It's a conservative country that gays are in the closet, women know their place, the military eats up the majority of the budget and cannot be questioned. The, their, um, you know, what else? There's no social safety net, there's no government schools, there's no, uh, what else? I mean, it's really run by rich people. There's no, um, yeah, I mean, everything that the conservatives want is happening in Pakistan. But this is what they want to do here. It's sort of like they look at Putin's Russia with a handful of oligarchs installed in cushy places. It's the, It's like the old aristocracies of Europe used to run where you just put your flunkies in into high positions and they protect your assets and you give them you you bestow privilege on them and that's what we have here it's sort of like a neo corporate feudalism and what i was saying about with uh, with the leg and having health insurance without having to go to to some corporate overlord and be like, my lord, please uh, hire me and best- and bestow some benefits upon me. We get it from we the people that we have because in the because I remember in the past not being able to get health insurance because it's when you're when we had no regulation on the health insurance industry. This is why what made Obamacare um, a necessity a necessity. It was not possible. It was what needed to happen. So because it was you, you couldn't get health insurance. And then if you did, you had to have all kinds of uh, pre-existing conditions were cut out, and you know. And if they found out if you if you applied for health insurance, and then you know you had to give a whole history. And if you left something out and then you had a major illness happen, they would go through your history and do a background on you. And if you skip something or whatever or neglected to tell them, they kick you off. And there was nothing you could do. And that's why in this country, 35,000 Americans every year needlessly died without access to health care. And million, over a million more went bankrupt every single year. And now, once again, bankruptcies are on the rise. Medical bankruptcies. Only in America. Medical bankruptcies. 
what it's a disgrace so that's why when i when i look out my window where the twin towers used to stand and i think about those effing republicans talking about we would move heaven and earth when we lost 3000 people we how many 911s are happening every year every day people are dying needlessly being attacked by greed because they can't go to a doctor because they 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 wait till it's too late and we we would move heaven and earth but we won't move heaven and earth to do something that is just morally correct and that every other country on earth figured out years ago because we have the most expensive system that still leaves millions out and costs twice as much as the uh, the next most expensive system and has the worst outcomes that's the other thing so that's so great. What the hell is wrong with us? They, they talk about, oh, American exceptionalism. That sounds like exceptional stupid. And we are exceptionally stupid. We really are. When I see these Republicans every day, what, and they embrace their stupidity. They, they, they feel like that's their American birthright. The, being a member of the middle class used to be considered an American birthright. That's what we, we, we considered it. And I believe that, you know, uh, when, it's, when we started to allow or whatever, when more people started to demand a seat at the table, that's when Republicans were able to exploit the, and tickle the racist funny bones and the, the fear fear-mongering about you know, everybody, you know, chaos, people not knowing, yeah, because that's what it is with Republicans, like, and conservatives, let's just say, and uh, it's, they, it's chaos for people not to know their place, when women, you know, gays uh, get married, and women, women CEOs, or whatever the hell, which I hate, I mean, CEOs, whatever, who cares, and, uh, or whatever, women, in the army, they can't handle it. They can't handle that things aren't like the way that they were portrayed on Leave it to Beaver show or something, which Leave it to Beaver was, of course, a constructed reality of some white guy's fantasy, right? But the the thing about their, the thing, I remember watching uh, the one of these Republican conventions, which they all suck, but the uh i was watching the one where chris christie spoke and this was a couple of years ago this was not i think it was obama's second election his second landslide election that he won unlike trump who didn't win and now he's dismantling everything that obama did even though we voted in uh two landslide elections to continue the the democratic policies right but whatever uh and as well as the republicans in the in their in the congress they did not receive a majority of the votes but whatever they're dismantling everything and shoving everything down our throat this is what uh, you know republicans are always uh, I, I whenever i hear them say about obamacare or whatever being shoved down their throats so it's just like calling dr freud please but they're the ones that shove things down our throats because they they're not they would never say oh well you know 
the Democratic Party received the majority of votes, so we should really respect the will of the people. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're, they're wondering who's going to be taking them out to some fancy restaurant to sip $350 bottles, bottles of wine with corporate lobbyists to figure out ways to strip health care from people. That's, that's what they care about, as long as they got theirs. And we see it all over the place. It's not just the, the ones who have scammed their way into positions of authority and power. It's the, the dupes at the bottom, too. They're the same way. As long as they got theirs, they don't care. That's what they're worried about. They cling to, they're so frightful and fearful of, of somebody coming to get what little shit they have. And the thing that also bothers me about them, which so many things bother me about them especially, is that they, because I live in New York, and we're, you know, speaking of 9-11, um, the thing that really irritates me is that the Republicans who are in the majority, they're representing, so we have two senators for each state, and the, and the House of Representatives is supposedly cool, uh, cat, what do you call it, uh, you know, goes by population, but the, the, the fact remains that the, they, they have a louder voice, the Republicans have a louder voice, but they're representing fewer people because there are more people living in the blue states or in New York and California, normal, normal people, more normal people that vote for democratic policies because I'm not going to say there there are very, a lot of normal people in the South, too. I feel bad for you. I, I really do. But the, the problem is, uh, what really irritates me is how they're, oh, these Republicans are always inflicting their racist-ass policies on the rest of us when we're the ones that are going to feel the repercussions. So when they're when they go out there with their Muslim bans and then they, they stir up hatred against the United States, they are basically creating an incubator for terrorists, an incubator for people uh, to recruit terrorists. And where, where do you think these terrorists are going to go? They're going to go to Kansas? They're going to Arkansas? No, they're coming to New York. And be, I mean, were they gonna go to? They're gonna go to Kansas. They're gonna blow something up in Kansas. Nobody would know the goddamn difference. They're coming to New York. Here in New York, where we welcome everybody, where we don't have these racist ass policies, where we all live together. And it's not like everything is great every single day, and there aren't racists here. Of course there are, but we we this is you know that's each person has their own shit to deal with, but. Um, it is possible for diverse communities to live together without, in fear, without killing each other, with respect, because I, I see it every day. And in fact, I live in Queens, which is, I don't know, I think it changed. I'm not sure which community it is. It used to be the, the community that I live in, not my, uh, actually the neighborhood over, Astoria. Use it was. I think it changed recently. I'm not sure where. Uh, it's but anyway, the point is, it was the most 
culturally diverse neighborhood in the country, according to the census. I think that it changed. I think it's in the Bronx now, so, but whatever, it's still up there. And, um, there you go. Uh, uh, people, we're not out there on a friggin' race ride every night. Everybody just, like, lives, d- does their own thing. And that's what makes life interesting, frankly. Um, there's different people. I like talking to different people. I like hearing stories uh, that connect people to, that we're all human beings. That's the, what's so amazing to me. I, it doesn't matter. Everybody wants the same thing. They want to be loved. They want to have family and community. They want, they want respect. They want to be valued. That's all you got to do. Don't be a dick. Yeah, and but what they're worried about, what these Republicans are worried about, is somebody's gonna come for them. You know what? You know who's coming for you, morons? You, Donald Trump is coming for you, and all his grifters and his Republican enablers—they're coming for you, and they have duped you to falling for the oldest trick in the book. That's why it's you're so you're so easily duped. They. And they they may they see you they see you coming a mile away they that racist funny bone they start tickling it and you start shaking your leg like a Labrador they're they got you and it makes you weak just like just like Trump's greed makes him weak makes him a weak useful idiot for Putin to play with to ride to the bank my cat is doing something then that it made you a dumbass. Uh-oh. I think Francis is getting sick. He's going to a vet tomorrow. Oh, Francis. My little Francis. All right. So I, what I want this is bringing me into another thing. I see the time is running out again. Um... I saw, I don't know if you guys saw, this was a couple of days ago. It was Meghan McCain having a meltdown about socialism. And it's the, and the, the, the thing is, this is what's going to save us. Democratic socialism. That's what we need. It's just common sense. We are interconnected. Human beings are created to be interconnected. We are created in community. We're not created as rugged individuals. There is not an effing rugged individual that was ever born. We were all in it together. Everybody, when from the time you were born, they weren't like you don't. You didn't just like know everything on your own. You grew up and you learned from other people. Other people cared for you. It's that's why the entire Republican ideology or conservative ideology is based in bullshit. It's this myth. It, they they saw a movie just like Leave It to Beaver. You know, when they talk about this this mythical time and what I was going to say about the Republican convention, which, of course, went out of my mind as soon as I was talking about it, was that well, they were all talking about how, like, their fathers worked in a coal mine and how they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. and But they all neglect to say that they their father w- was part of a union, that, it, that they lived in an America that was 35% unionized. And... When they talk about like this, leave it to Beaver, this mythical make America great. This is where we're we're going back to this this mythical time that never really existed. But in leave it to Beaver time, 
Beaver's dad worked, I'm sure, in an America that had a 35% unionized workforce and that had a top marginal tax rate of 90%, which is a marginal tax, tax rate, another thing that conservatives, they deliberately mislead. Upon, and the, which brings me to Meghan McCain having a meltdown on The View the other day. And I I saw this and I was, it's so irritating to watch a, a woman who has everything born on third base, thinking she hit a triple, just like Trump. These people, they were born into wealth. And... They think they deserve it. And this is the old aristocracy mindset that we that the Western civilization was under for, for millennia. That it was God God's will. If you if God wanted you rich, he would have made you he would have put you in a rich family. And you know, sucks to be you. Better luck next life, sucker. And to watch this Megan McCain railing against socialism because they they had um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez on the show and she was explaining her her platform, universal health care, universal higher education, you know, normal things that a normal civilization would fund that the United States were at one time, it was people were able to go to college without having to come out of college with hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. I mean, imagine that. You know, if you can't go to college when you're, t- even though you're talented and you have an ambition to be something or whatever, or want to study something, well, I, I mean, that's what makes a civilization great, that you have choices and opportunity. Not that you have nothing, that you, all you can do is maybe get a job at Amazon, uh, in the Amazon warehouse, but you really wanted to, let's say, be an artist or be a music teacher or whatever you wanted to do that uh, a a a functioning civilization is able to have all the the flavors of life that people value you know because these republicans and even actually barack obama you know they denigrate different uh fields of study as if they're not practical oh well don't go why would you want to be why would you want to study liberal arts why would you want to study art art uh history or or writing or whatever why because what the hell else makes life worth living so we're all supposed to be stockbrokers we're all supposed to be business majors it's all like it's that's it sounds like a shit society to me we're all just trying to come up with some scam figuring out some way to separate dupes from their the 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 little that they have so this freak megan mccain who is really unconscious she i mean honestly i don't understand it i don't think i was not born rich obviously my mother was a nun and my father was a garbage man so what else were you gonna get but i really believe that if i were if i was born rich that i wouldn't be a douchebag i wouldn't be i would try to help people I would know that I was born into privilege and not be a dick about it and not be like, I want, I don't want my kids to grow up in socialism. What is socialism? It's a, it's, 
paying your fair share. It's it's understanding how many how many zeros in a bank account do you need to make you feel comfy? Because at a certain point there is it's a sickness. Because while people are unable to go to the to the doctor or unable to send their kids to school or have choices or name it or have uh, opportunities because every these these rich the handful of rich bastards are hoarding it's a sickness and there's nothing uh, what would matter you have one another zero lopped off at the end of your bank account it means nothing because what it, at the at the end of the day does it would you even notice that's it's really a psychological failing there's some there's something wrong there and we should not measure a society on how many billionaires we make it's we should measure society on whether people who get pinned between the train and a platform are able to go to the doctor without crying please don't send me that ambulance i can't afford it we should be ashamed of that but they all want socialism for themselves that's what they want and when they get, you know i don't see these farmers turning it down i'm sure i'm sure they were out there with the tax enough already teabagging signs right i'm who who i'm sure they all had like their tricordon hats and their tea bags they're idiots and that's the moral of the story they're idiots good night and scene but i wanted to let me play this megan mccain because it just pissed me off i'll play the i'll play the scene it's about three minutes welcome back we were talking about alexandria ocasio-cortez and she's one of the reasons that what is now being called democratic socialists are rising stars in the party but I, I'm a little concerned about that because I, this was my problem with Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. If you're a socialist, tell me that. Mm -hmm. Don't say that you're a Democrat because you clearly don't, we don't have the same uh, ideas of what should be happening if you're a Democrat. I, so I, I wonder uh, if this is now a splinter group, um, if anybody's discussed the difference between socialism and democratic uh, so, well, so, I think it was, I don't isn't know. it more well, like, isn't democratic socialism very close to liberalism? I mean, no. no I mean, well, think about it for a second. Medicare, Social Security, uh, well, garbage collection, the post office, the library. I agree with you. That's all democratic We had her on the show, all, and I asked her this question about what do you mean by being a democratic socialist? And she went over her platform. She says Medicare for all. Good. Uh, fully funded public schools and universities. Love it. Paid family and sick leave. Good. Justice system reform, immigration justice, yeah. infrastructural overhaul, clean campaign finance, an economy of peace, housing as a human right. Well, I don't know. It's a really well, successful well, country. Can I, can I <laughs> This makes my head explode, which, by the way, I hope Democrats do run a democratic socialist. Do you hope that just, we win? Do you win do uh, the Democrats No, because I think you'll Trump? lose spectacularly, and then I will look forward to election night when I finally get to tell everybody I told you so, if you end up running a radical. Problem with socialism, in the words of Margaret Thatcher, at a certain point you run out of spending other people's money. Venezuela, one of the richest countries <laughs> in the world in the 70s. Now, the average Venezuelan has lost 24 pounds because they're starving to death. 90% of I the country like is living in poverty. I think she's talking more about Scandinavia than Venezuela. I, but I'm sorry. I need this is what I need from her. 
Name one country that socialism has ever worked, and also every Sweden. every democratic socialist Copenhagen. who is going um, on TV Denmark. saying that it's good needs Norway. to start paying ninety percent in taxes Iceland. on your tax form. No, on your tax form. On your tax form, I think you should start paying the amount of taxes that every socialist in this country thinks you need to. Because if you think the government is so good at okay. spending money, look at the VA. Oh, no, because it is dangerous. I just told dangerous. you several countries that do it. So, you're saying you run out of people's money. Tax uh, the Margaret people's Thatcher. The people's money. Margaret Thatcher. I okay. didn't say that. She's they have just given this enormous tax break to the very, very wealthy in this country. Mm -hmm. that, that tax break doesn't have to be so generous to those really rich people, does it? Because if you don't give that money to them, what happens to that money? Better schools. I better think, post office. I'm sorry. Better Medicare. garbage pickup. Better running things, then the post office is a great-run business. The VA, I'm sorry, comparing the United States of America to a small country in Europe Can is I delusional. And I'm sorry, some of us do not want socialism to be normalized okay. in this country. I am an example. I watched that, and I was like, why Why is that bitch on TV? Who? Who is she? She is a moron, and Quoting that that that's a Margaret Thatcher quote. Uh, socialism doesn't work because eventually you run out of other other people's money, which is bullshit, frankly, on a technicality as well. Especially if you you live in a country that prints its own money, you run out of spending other people's money. So tell me how Jeff Bezos earned earned billions of dollars without the aid of a government. That rigs it for the top. That rigs it so people who are uh, that his secretary pay a higher percentage of their income than somebody who sits around waiting for a dividend check. So that's called a rig system. And this moron now, this Meghan McCain, who is inheriting a fortune of like a hundred million dollars, she doesn't want her children to grow up in a, where socialism is normalized where they have to consider other people other than themselves. And thanks to the Republicans and Trump that they, uh, her, she can now inherit her ill-gotten gain that she was born into tax-free, which it used to be understood that an estate tax is a, was a patriotic tax to, that prevented the growth of an intergenerational aristocracy. Because you can't have an aristocracy and a democracy. They do not coexist. And she is living proof. And she is case in point why we need to tax the rich and undo the estate tax. And when the Democrats get it back, we better get a progressive New Deal. And we better have a lot of Democratic socialists in the Democratic Party. Because that is, you know, the other thing that... Um, during the primaries and whatnot where they were asking Hillary, do you, are you a socialist or what's the difference between 
a Democrat and a socialist. And she said, well, I'm not one. Well, what really, what is the difference? Because uh, we want government to work for all. We, we, at, we believe that there are certain things that the government does that we do better together like regulation like so you know so some freaking fat bastard doesn't get a one you know like uh bill mcguire a 1.6 billion dollar bonus from united healthcare where he that he got for what, what how did he earn that money was that earned money he earned it by denying other human beings health care how many people did that fat fuck kill Really, when you think about it. And so you have this Megan McCain, so you know she's gonna inherit her hundred million dollars or whatever. I hope she I hope it's enough for her. I hope she doesn't have to struggle too much. And the only reason she's on TV is because she was born into a family that has some prominence because of her her father's name. And who gives a shit otherwise who the hell she is? Why is she on TV whining? Nobody cares except that she has the last name McCain. And she's worried about her kids. I don't even know if she has kids. These are hypothetical kids. This is a mockery. So she's a bitch. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the conclusion. And she's a selfish bitch on top of it. So she uh, she's... Apparently, Soledad O'Brien tweeted at her that she's uh, th- that she enjoyed watch or uh, something about it, watching her freak out or something. Oh, so, oh, full on freak out! And then Megan McCain's reply was, "Get a life, Soledad. I'm passionate and don't want my grandkids growing up in a socialist nation." And the, you notice here's the other thing: they talk about Venezuela. They only pull certain things out of a hat. Venezuela. Um, I I don't know the whole history of Venezuela, but I do know that we've been down in Venezuela, uh, really fucking shit up for a long time. So that might have something to do with partly why they're whatever. But we're not in the uh, the Scandinavian countries, Norway. You know the places that Trump wants to have the immigrants come from Norway. We uh, why the fuck would they want to come here? They got health care there. They're the happiest country in on uh, the the ten happiest nations are all nations with universal health care that in all these Scandinavian countries, the sweet Sweden and uh, what else? New Zealand is up there. Uh, they they who the hell wants to come here where they have to worry about paying a copay, paying a do they have to pay these massive copays before they can get get their medication this country is screwed up and you have this whining little bitch she should be embarrassed that's the thing and we need to get to the point it's sort of like make racists ashamed again you know because now they're all out of the closet and they're letting their freak flag fly we need to get back to a point in this country where these racists are they know enough to to shut their traps and if they're racist, keep it to yourself, you freak. And go to your shrink. Get some help. Stop being a douchebag. Your, your time on this planet is short. You're going to spend it like an asshole? And Megan McCain, she should be embarrassed to be such a selfish, whiny little bitch. 
And that's the, the thing about these Republicans. They're such whiners. Everything's unfair. Somebody's coming for another for one of my zeros on my bank account. I'm going to, like Betsy DeVos, she's got nine yachts, you know, which I learned this week because somebody unmoored her boat. Good. Who the fuck needs nine? Now, why am I cursing a lot? Because I'm pissed. Who needs nine yachts, you bitch? Who needs how many? How much money? And what did she do? What did she do? Betsy DeVos, she's an idiot. She, I want to play as secretary, the, the, the uh, head of the friggin' Department of Education, because I have a an ideology that I'm going to shove down your throats. God in heaven, help me. And I don't even believe in God. I wish there was a God. I take Zeus at this point. All right, it's five after. I'm late on the break, so we're gonna hear. We're gonna have a break. It's gonna be about nine minutes, and I'm gonna play a clip from Mike Malloy. I'm gonna come back, and Mike is gonna call in about seven thirty, and we're gonna have continue this conversation. And uh, I hope everybody's enjoying it and please give me a review on itunes tell your friends donate to rdt daily so we can have more writers and have have the liberal media right we need your help we otherwise we're done all right this is a break starting right now see you on the other side Now, poor old miserable Rudy Giuliani. What what a what a decaying skeleton this guy really is. Uh, and he's Trump's personal lawyer, of course. Uh, according to the New York Times, Giuliani confirmed today in a telephone conversation that yes, Trump had discussed payments to Miss McDougal with Michael Cohen. Um, Giuliani said that the discussion was less than two minutes long. Oh, well, then, if it was less than two minutes long, let's just forget it. It was less than two minutes long. And Giuliani said Trump didn't know he was being recorded. Well, of course he didn't. That was a whole fucking idea. (laughs) And Giuliani said that the tape revealed that Trump had done nothing wrong. (laughs) Giuliani said there was no indication on that tape that Trump knew before the conversation about the payment from the National Enquirer of David Pecker's uh, parent company, American, (laughs) excuse me, American Media Inc., to the woman that that Trump had the year-long affair with. So Giuliani runs around with his hair on fire, telling anybody who'll listen, most, mostly those assholes on, on Fox, that nothing in that conversation suggests he had any knowledge of it in advance, so it's all exculpatory. <laughs> That's a c- pretty cool word there, Rudy, exculpatory, huh? I, I, I don't think it's going to work. Um, Now, Giuliani initially indicated that the two men, Trump and Cohen, discussed 
a payment from Trump to McDougal, separate from what Peckerhead at National Enquirer was paying her. Uh, later, Giuliani said that Trump and Cohen had actually discussed buying the rights to Miss McDougal's story from Peckerhead, a move that would have effectively reimbursed Peckerhead's newspaper for its payment to her. You're following this, right? Is it, we are wading through a, a, a feces-clotted sewer of, of, of this presidency. And it's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. Especially with this invitation to the killer. Hey, come on over to my house, Vlad. Huh? Let's talk. I'll bring in a couple of chicks. Oh, you say chicks in Russia. <laughs> Giuliani said the payment was never made. The payment from Trump to Cohen to the woman or to Peckerhead. And the payment's never made. And he added, Giuliani did, that Trump had told Cohen that if he were to make a payment related to Miss McDougal to write a check <laughs> rather than send cash, write a check <laughs> so it could be properly documented. I, uh, you talk about the gang that couldn't shoot straight. Now, wait a second. If you're paying somebody off to keep their mouth shut because a flapping mouth might cost you the presidency, and you say, let's pay that person by check? So there's documentation? What the fuck? Wouldn't you want to pay that person with cash and everybody goes home and nobody says a word? I don't know. I'm just not gangstery enough, I guess. I'm sure there was a reason for the check. Anyway, neither of Giuliani's descriptions of this conversation that occurred between Trump and Cohen, this one particular conversation, now, I'm, I'm sure there are more on tape. Neither of Giuliani's descriptions of the conversations explain why, when the Wall Street Journal revealed the existence of Peckerhead's payment days before the election, Trump's campaign spokeswoman, Hope Hicks, remember her? She said, we have no knowledge of any of this. Okay, well, that's fair. But then she added that McDougal's claim of affair was, quote, totally untrue. Oh, Hope, you stuck your foot in it there, sweetie. Hmm? Uh, it's just, it, 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 it's, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. Peckerhead, the chairman of AMI, American Media, whatever it's called, is a longtime friend of Trump's. And Ms. McDougal, for her part, has accused Cohen of secretly taking part in the deal, an allegation that is now part of the FBI investigation. Giuliani said, referring to the length of the conversation, here it comes again, it can't be more than a minute and a half. Twice, someone walks in, someone brings sodas in for them. It's not some secret conversation. <laughs> Giuliani is 
Oh, my God. Okay, Rudy. And then Juliana said, neither one seems to be concerned anyone to hear it. It went off on irrelevant subjects that have nothing to do with this. It's a very professional conversation between the client and the lawyer. <laughs> and the client saying, that'd be Trump. The client saying, do it right. Now, do it right in this particular instance, I think you'll agree with me, has a couple of different meanings, right? Do it right would mean leave no witnesses. Do it right would mean follow the law. Do it right would mean do what Jesus would do. do see, there's all kinds of do it right in Ju- coming out of Giuliani's pie hole. Do it right means leave no witnesses. And then Julia, uh, Giuliani argued that because the tape showed Trump, according to Giuliani, learning about the payment from Peckerhead for the first time, Giuliani says that actually helps Donald Trump. Giuliani said, quote, in the big scheme of things, it's powerful exculpatory evidence. (laughs) I don't know which one's the bigger peckerhead. I think it's Giuliani. Anyway. In an interview with ABC News this month, by the way, Cohen has publicly and privately discussed the idea of cooperating with the FBI. Uh, Cohen seems to be openly inviting prosecutors to talk to him, which during that ABC interview, and I'm sure the prosecutors have been talking to him on a fairly regular basis. Um, Cohen said in this interview with ABC, he said, quote, my wife, my daughter, my son have my first loyalty and always will. I put family and country first, end quote. And those words got this asshole in the White House got his attention. Family and country first? What the fuck are you talking about? Put me first, motherfucker. Family, country? What have I hired here? Right, that's Trump. Trump asked people if they thought Mr. Cohen was trying to send a message. (laughs) Oh, my God. Donald Trump, you are the most ignorant savage ever. Ever. Oh, my God. All right, welcome back, everyone. That was Mike Malloy, and right on the money, as usual. Uh, it was just watching Giuliani earlier. Um, how the hell is he America's mayor? What a joke. Talk about another Skeletor, these people. They look like corpses. When do you decide to lose every shred of integrity that you that you may have had? I, I don't get it. They know that Trump is a con man. This Giuliani lived in New York, so and he dealt with the mob. So he understands who Trump is. Trump is a is is a crook. He's a con man, a grifter, a P. T. Barnum of dupes. 
He played a successful businessman on reality TV. That's, that, that's him. He's a grifter. And where, how low do you have to go to decide? I, I don't know when do, you, when do you make that choice that you're going to, that's, your, that's how you're going to leave this planet. He doesn't have much time left, right? He's in the he's in the in the later part of his life. So he's decided to he's going to throw all in with a con man and a grifter who is a Putin puppet on top of it. And we could all see what what we it's not that they don't see. I guess maybe they don't. I don't know because I look at these Trump dupes and I at these rallies cheering when he says fake media and even these veterans the other day when trump was speaking to the veterans or veteran the vfw and he was saying how uh the media or the the press is the enemy of the people how are these veterans cheering that that that's how fascism uh comes to america that's how it comes anywhere you just need a bunch of assholes who don't they they salute the flag without understanding what the flag means and what it's what this whole thing is about that's why you need public education because we all need to have a common story of what we're doing here of what what's happening that's why in germany they teach kids that they don't gloss over the holocaust they teach it to them uh no holds barred and they confront it so it will never happen again not here though not here any ugliness or the real history of the united states and all the shit we've been involved in they don't they don't want to hear it. nobody knows they don't know they just they just think an immigrant's coming to take their job or something they don't get that that these people who are crossing the border are they're not immigrants they're refugees fleeing the failed states that we helped create why, why would they know that they don't watch anything but fox news and fox news is telling them that there's uh you know it's a big conspiracy because we're all supposed to believe and according to donald trump just just like we were supposed to believe that trump steaks were the most succulent steaks you'd ever eaten that poor damn cow. That's what I say. You know, I don't eat meat, but you know, it, it's have some heart. You're gonna kill an animal. An animal has to sacrifice its, its life for some fat bastard at a steakhouse. Then at least let it be a good steak. Not only do they have to give their life, but they have to become a Trump steak on top of it. The greasy, uh, just mass-produced crap that nobody wants that probably got thrown out and and given to the dog the dog probably vomited it up so we're all supposed to believe that there's this giant conspiracy against this this poor this misunderstood con man who all he wanted to do his entire life, he, he just wanted to be 
a good person and bring uh, greatness to this country by, but I mean, there's no evidence of that in anything he's ever done up until uh, ever, for, since the first of never. He's never done a damn thing for anybody but himself. So, but we we're supposed to believe that this con man who rode racism and division to the highest executive office in the land and also right in front of our very eyes called on Russia to hack the emails of a of a the former secretary of state we saw it right there i don't know and right before our very eyes we watched this the, uh this putin puppet genuflect in front of his master and never he he fights with everybody from martha stewart to rosie o'donnell but he and retweets uh, conspiracy theorists who have three followers on Twitter, um, but we're—that's how petty he is and small. He cares what some shut-in thinks, who probably hasn't left his basement since uh, the Tea Party. And uh, so we're supposed to believe that this poor put-upon con man uh, all of a sudden got religion and wanted to make America great. And But even though there's never, well, you know, of course, the make America great is, again, is it's just fascism. That's one of the hallmarks of fascism is, the, and that's why, you know, they say, oh, uh, Trump is, an, well, how can you say Trump is a Nazi? Or it's not that he, it's not like he starts out that way. You know what I mean? Hitler didn't start out coming out of the gate saying, I'm going to make uh, concentration camps and kill Jews and gays and gypsies. It's, it starts with calling Mexicans rapists. It starts with the subtle, it starts with packing the courts. That's what, that's what Hitler did. He packed the courts with, uh, so when, when the German laws got a hold of these Nazis that were committing crimes and, and, wreaking havoc all over and they ended up going to court there then you had one of the of their true their fellow travelers would just dismiss the case and nullify it that's what's happening here he's packing the courts all over the country how is this allowed to happen this putin puppet is allowed to pack the courts that and not just the supreme court but every court with unqualified flunkies that their only qualification is that they that they suck his ass on command and it's there you've never seen anything like it everybody has to kiss this con man's ass this petty little grifter we're all supposed to believe that public servants lifelong public servants who like robert Mueller, who served his country who who literally actually protected America from from uh, outside invaders, apparently, uh, uh, throughout his entire career. He's been uh, somebody that was highly respected by both sides. But we're supposed to believe that that guy all of a sudden has got some bug up his ass about this grifter. And he, he's just, it's just a witch hunt. There's not, but you know what? Come and... Come into my house, right, and look around. You're not going to find anything. This is what, you know, the Republicans, they, they, they're so, um, another thing that they like to say, what, because they're really, they're really just fascists, is uh, uh, 
as like for instance with the Patriot Act. Well, what do you got to hide? You know, but suddenly Donald Trump is all about personal privacy, but not like uh, the privacy of a woman who wants to get an abortion or wants to have a private conversation with her her medical doctor. Right. They, they want, you know, Republicans want to stick their big fat Republican noses in, into the doctor's office. But we're supposed to have privacy when you're trying to rape, rob, and steal. All right? I mean, what is this? What, what is America? What's this country coming to if you can't have the privileged get away with their crimes? If they can't rig the system for themselves and, and, and uh, pay people under the table and pay off porn stars and use campaign finance to... I mean, and first of all, who needs a fixer? Who uh, first and the other thing is that guy too Cohen, so you need a. It's not like he's got Ray Donovan. He's got some. He's got a moron. He's got another supplicant, another sycophant. For him, and that's why he's a weak ass. He's weak, and Putin has probably been cultivating him for decades. It hasn't just been the past since he declared his candidacy and came down that elevator or escalator. I'm sure he's been cultivating Putin for many, many years. I mean, Putin's been cultivating Trump. But we're all supposed to believe that uh, everyone, you know, is in on it, that they're, they're out to get this fundamentally decent man. But there's no... He, there's nothing decent about this man. Is Donald Trump a good president? He's not even a good person. He's never been a good person. He is a con man. You got to be a sociopath. Of course, he is at le- in the least a narcissist, but he's clearly a, min- a malignant narcissist. How do you get? A- you can't just lie like that without having a some kind of pathological sociopathy there's it's clinical he's definitely on the uh on the on the spectrum you know what i mean cuz you don't lie like that and in front of the world now i i i knew when i saw well that's who republicans are because think about when i i always think about this with paul ryan when Paul Ryan gave his vice presidential acceptance speech back in the day, and he got up there and lied, he gave the, I mean, of course, Trump hasn't beat now by, by miles, but he gave the most lie-riddled speech in American history, so much so that Fox News, that, that there was a, a report or an article on the Fox News website calling him out for for giving the most lie riddled speech in American history. But and, and if this was a functioning democracy at that time, that would have been the end of his career. In any functioning system, if for a so called representative to get up there and lie to America's face so boldly and brazenly, that would have been it. If we were a normal system, a normal society, but yet still you have idiots that voted for him because they want to be lied to. I guess it's sort of like a battered spouse pining for an abuser. You know, nobody will love you like me. He's just like me. He's like me. I want to I want to meet him for a beer. 
Because why? He hates gays as much as me. He doesn't like women getting too uppity. He doesn't like black people. He wants black people, you know, if somebody gets shot, oh, well, I guess he had it coming. They don't see it. They don't. As long as it's not there, they're not getting shot. As long as they keep their privilege, that's fine, right? But that's why when Paul Ryan gave that speech, I was like, you know, this thing didn't happen overnight. We're here one step at a time. That w- if we were a functioning democracy, it would have been over then. That would have been the, uh, you know, the uh, signals blinking red, as they say. You know, we're, they're saying about the election now. The signals are blinking red, that Putin's coming for the midterms. Of course he is. Why would he not? He's getting everything he wants. He already has everything he wants. And then some. And he's got a willing accomplice. There's a traitor in the White House, people. A literal traitor. We have a compromised agent of a foreign dictator squatting in the White House, right? Well, not now. Now he's at a golf course. And uh, that's another episode of hypocrisy, Republican hypocrisy today. Because how much how much did we hear Trump and the Republicans go on and on and on about Obama playing golf when he's the 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 Twitler family has spent more money on their personal trips in months than the Obama family than the entire family did in their entire presidency. You see that? But they don't say boo about it. These hypocrites, these effing, I I wish they weren't hypocrites. I wish that they were what they say they were, because we need a normal party. We need two normal, oh, I mean, I I wish we didn't have parties, frankly. I wish we had a parliamentary system, because if we did, these people, they would be like the fascist party in Italy, like just, you know, a handful of kooks. And we'd have universal health care. God damn it. That's what we need. We need, and, but whatever. whatever. Because, we, you know, it's like the post office. Like, uh, when that Megan McCain clip, she's talking about the 90%. You should all pay 90%. If you, if you want democratic socialism, you should pay 90%. Because she is, she is misconstruing and conflating the, uh, a tax rate, because that's what they like to do. They like to put a little bit of truth and confuse the morons because what the 90% is a marginal tax rate. It's the top marginal tax rate that was paid under that socialist Eisenhower for years. We had a 90% top marginal tax rate. So we were able to do things like build an interstate highway and, you know, send people to the goddamn moon. We were able to have that kind of society uh, uh, that would... That did things, not just what. What do we do now? We can't even. People can't even get medicine when they're sick. But that's what they want. But that's great. I I guess that's the great that they want. To them, they're fine as long as they know that somebody is a few rungs lower on the ladder. They're cool with this struggle, being a dupe of a con man. How are you so stupid, Republicans? You see this idiot. He, that's a TV show. 
The Apprentice. It wasn't real. He, it, it was not real. He's not a successful businessman. He's not an innovator. He's not somebody that has any ideas. He's a moron. His ideas are as old as human history, and they're not even interesting. They're bore. He's as he's boring. He's dull. He's dull as a goddamn butter knife. He is not funny. He's he's not charming. He's a he's boring. He's a moron. Am I did I say that all right? And he's a moron. I I don't get it. Uh, why do they go and see him in a in like a they go to these um you know stupid rallies, these Nuremberg rallies. What is so interesting of, about watching a narcissist suck you dry of narcissistic supply? That's what he's doing. He's up there with his stream of consciousness kind of jam uh, all about him. You and you're you're nothing to him. You're just you're you're he's like a vampire. He's an emotional black hole sucking your energy because he's sick. Hmm. I'm just wondering where Mike is. I hope he remembered to call. I'm going to text him. Hold on, everybody. Talk amongst yourself. Are you calling now? Okay, I sent it. Because I'm, I'm reluctant to like, go on another rant. So Mike can call. Mike, check one, two. All right. Uh, what else? I'm keeping an eye. Hopefully Mike will call. Maybe he forgot because he Molly was having a party today. That's why he was going to call in at 730 because there was a kid's party going on. And maybe he's been, t you know how kids are. Maybe they tied him up. That's what I used to do to my father. We would play. We'd tie up my father, you know, and then we'd put bows in his hair. <laughs> make, And he would pretend he was asleep. It was very cute. And then he'd be like, what? Who put these bows in my hair? You know, maybe that's what's happening. I don't know. So, all right. I will keep an eye on it. The time goes by very fast. How's everybody doing? You good? You having a good time? <laughs> Yes, the Republican Party is a cult. They actually do. I'm I'm reading the comments. They they are they do fit the definition of a cult because they're obviously. Let me see. Actually, Republican Party cult because I I I have a document of all these. Sometimes I keep different articles, and I I have a document of uh, these articles, but I don't have it ready. But and one of the articles is about how the Republican Party fits the definition of a cult and now even more so. So here's here's a more recent one. A cult expert finds familiar patterns of behavior in Trump's GOP. This is from the Pacific Standard. 
Let's see. Last week, retiring Senator Bob Corker openly worried that his party has becoming was becoming a cultish thing marked by forced fidelity to a mercurial leader. While he's not the first to make that point, his insider perspective carried considerable weight. Oh, he's coming now. Mike is coming. But is his description hyperbole or an accurate assessment? While cautioning that not everybody who voted for Trump falls into the mindless follower category, I would <laughs> debate that. And some of them are dupes. It's not my, It's like between mindless follower and useful idiot. And I, I, I'm only saying this because, or also there's there's greedy, selfish bastard too. I guess there that's there's that somebody who thinks that they're gonna get a bigger piece of the pie than they already have. Because believe me, they already have a goddamn pretty large piece that they're not. It's just not enough. They don't give a shit if uh, grannies eat cat food or kids can't go to school. They li- or they live in a in a country of where we are the most, uh, what is it? Um, we we are the most the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap. That's that's not um, a system that's conducive to democracy. You know what I mean? Because thirty years ago, we used to be the we used to have this the least gap between rich and poor. That, and that's what the American dream was all about. That is that that was the shining city on a hill that the Republicans raised and burned to the ground. And I mean, R-A-Z-E. So polling suggests that the party has been shrinking and remaining members are solidly behind Trump, giving him a remarkable 87 percent in a recent poll. Even the policy separating immigrant parents and children which directly contradicts the traditional conservative belief in the sanctity of family, was supported by more than half of Republicans. Well, that's because Republicans don't consider the people that they're, the, the children uh, that they're separating from their parents, they don't consider them people. They consider them animals. That's really the truth. And less than animals. They, they, for not, they're not even just doing it. They're... I wish I had this clip ready of of uh, Jeff Sessions giddily discussing separating children from their parents. Giddily. That is the banality of evil. It's not banal. It's the the giddiness of evil. We went from the banality of evil to the giddiness of evil. That's that's the Republican Party. He was so, he couldn't even contain himself. He was like doing a little jig. He was so happy discussing the, amongst other freaks like himself the, the trauma that he was inflicting on children. As if we don't live in the world with these children. That the, that, 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 that the chickens won't come home to roost uh, when these damaged children grow up and in a damaged world. They don't seem to get it, though, because they think that they'll be fine if they disappear behind the walls of their gated community. Oh, wait, Mike is calling. Hold on. Hi, what's the matter? You can't you can't get in? Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Maybe I give you the wrong. Hold on. Let me. Um... Oh, fuck. It's nine nine oh three oh five. I must. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sorry. All right. Bye bye. I gave Mike the wrong number.
This is what you get when you when you listen to Tara Buster. It's just a shit show. <laughs> this, you know, we work it like, like I said in the beginning. We do it anyway. We make a show anyway, even though I give the the guest a highly value, valued guest the wrong phone number. I'm an idiot. What can you say? Or am I am I an idiot? I'm just a human being. It's kind of annoying to be a human at times, isn't it? Especially now with my leg. That's kind of annoying. But I, I'm glad to have a leg, right? You got to be grateful. Oh, my. Oh, here we go. Mike. Hi, I'm so sorry. Sarah. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. No problem. I, I guess I, uh, when I copied and pasted it, I probably just skipped the last letter. Um, or number. No I'm big, sorry. Di- no, no big deal. Here I am. There you are. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Let me see if everybody can hear you. How's everybody doing? Okay. Yes. All right. Good. So, Mike, can everybody hear Mike? Okay. So, Tara, yes. talk to me. Yeah. Anyway, I was just talking about well, what in the first hour? I know you you had a party today, and thank you for yeah, interrupting we're, we're, your day. We're, we're right in the middle of it. It's Molly's 14th birthday party. And I had to run to uh, the grocery store, which is where I am now. Oh, my God. Great. As, we, as we talk, as we talk, I am uh, loading the groceries and driving home. <laughs> well, that's good because, you know, I mean, this right. is, you do this every every night so you can do this in your sleep. And so thank you. I know that we like to take a uh, a break as well. You know, you need a break in these days. It's just it's never ending. It's overwhelming every second. Every I mean, I take the subway sometimes. <laughs> I come out of the subway, yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" in while I was underground. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's you never know. You. It's never, it never stops. So I, it's, I I was just talking about, um, you know, Trump and the Republicans actually running a, a, a traitor. We have a traitor in the white house. Uh, It's unbelievable to me. And that it just shows you anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Well, it's, it's, it's true. I mean, um, just like we had traders uh, in the uh, 1860s right. who decided that it was more important to own people than it was to be a citizen of the United States. Mm-hmm. And so those traders broke away. And uh, as a result, 700,000 Americans had to die. Right. Right. So I wonder how I wonder how many are going to have to die this time. Yeah, I agree. Because I think we are headed. We're headed for another civil war. I believe. I don't know if it's going to be like a shooting war. And I agree with you a hundred percent too, as well. That we, we maybe this country needs to break up. Frankly, because this is it's like a bad relationship where after a while you're like, All yeah, right. Right, right. you know, it's not working. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I talked about this on, on my podcast frequently. Right now we're the United States of America and we're no more united than mm-hmm. uh, North is united with South. Mm-hmm. So what I foresee, and, and this breaks my heart because I have kids and grandkids and nieces and nephews, and I hate this. I hate this. But what I see coming is the Federated States of America, not mm. the United. 
And like you say, it's going to be, uh, uh, if things keep going the way they are, it's going to be a breakup of the states. Right. And, I, you know, I, I can't help but see violence coming. I keep hearing about this group called uh, Oath Keepers. Oh, yeah. Who are yeah. A, bunch of, yeah, a bunch of right-wing neo-Nazi bastards who mm-hmm. um, are, are mostly ex-military or ex-law enforcement. And somehow they've got their heads screwed on wrong because they took an oath. Right. The cops, the sheriffs, uh, the marshals, the uh, 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 the military, they took an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. Right. So when these sons of bitches talk about, well, we're going to keep our oath and come to the defense of the United States, they're goddamn liars. Right. What they're doing is trying to break up the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just... It just drives me crazy. I didn't think I would live to see this kind of shit. I, I know. You know, I, 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 I just didn't. It's true. I didn't. I didn't think that it would ever get this bad. I would. I right. never imagined that. I, I mean, and we would talk about this too years ago uh, about fascism. Right. About we're headed towards fascism. This is fa- like different examples. The Bush administration, the Patriot Act, this lying us right. into war, stealing the election, stopping the vote count, things like that. The corruption that, uh, but this yeah. is really off the chart. That I, I, it's beyond belief to me. I, I never imagined that the Republican Party would be so complicit with a con man and a traitor. You know what I mean? Like that they are they're such cowards. They are cowards that they, yeah, yeah, they don't stand yeah, up. I, 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 yeah, I do know what you mean, but um as far as I'm concerned, the Republican Party is dead. It started to die mm-hmm. uh sometime during Reagan's second administration, uh and, and it's dead now. And what has replaced it is the American Fascist Party. Right. When you take a look at people, you take a look at people like Jim Jordan or or some of these assholes mm-hmm. who make up the so-called Freedom Caucus. <laughs> you know, every one of those sons of bitches are exactly, exactly uh, in their mindset, exactly like the uh, uh, the people who who blew this country apart in, in the in the 1860s. The only yeah. difference is this group has a model, and the model is the fascism that existed in Italy, Germany, Spain. Uh, various parts of of, uh, of of the country or of the world, mm-hmm. uh, and and resulted and resulted in well, World War Two resulted in about sixty million people right. dead. I mean, this you know this yep. is fucking insane. Yep. It's just insane because right. it, it's like we're heading right towards the edge of an abyss, and there's nobody in this country ready to stop it. And and I'm not talking about one person. I keep talking about this, Tara. The only thing short of all-out violence that I think is still available to us is to have tens of millions of us mm-hmm. in the goddamn streets. Right. right. I, I mean, I mean, out there. I don't mean half a million. I don't mean people marching with signs. Right. I mean, twenty, forty, fifty, sixty million people who go into the streets and say we're not fucking leaving until this stuff right. stops. Right. Right. Now, now, short of that, what's the other alternative? Right. I'm yelling. I'm sorry. That's okay. You, I yell all the time. That's fine. And first, this is yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah. No, I. it's true. I agree. And the thing that did hearten me was after he had that that 
embarrassing display of sickle fancy and in Helsinki when he basically oh, my God. oh it was so I couldn't believe what I was watching I watched it live and I was like is this really happening it was uh, I it's beyond uh bizarre to see right. the treason right. unfold before your very eyes and but then what I saw that there was a spontaneous um, demonstration in front of the White House at that time, but obviously not millions right. of people. But there, right. and it needs to be sustained. That, and I hear what you're saying. It needs to shut down. They did something in New York recently, a couple of days ago, with the kids being ripped from their parents. Uh, another fascist right. move. They st- people went into the streets and they said, "You take the kids, we're taking the streets." And they sat down in uh, on uh, I'm not sure it was Fifth Avenue, and, and that's what needs to happen all <laughs> over the country. It needs to stop. Everything needs to come to yeah. a halt. But they have kept right. us so divided that they and that's part of how they maintain their power because they have people confused and divided along racial lines, along whatever, they st- stupidity lines at this point. And uh, mm. so there's – to have a, a – a, I never saw it, I thought I would see the day where a president of the United States would say, don't, don't believe what you see and read. Yeah, right. <laughs> believe what I'm telling you. What? That's when I, right when I out saw, of Orwell. I mean, what? When I heard, yeah, when I heard, when I heard that the other day, I just about shit. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, here's the problem: there are 60, 70 million people in this country, maybe more, who think that uh, you know Donald Trump yeah. is the Messiah, right? And Why? That, I don't know. Which brings up, which brings up another problem, another sore point with me. Now, I don't want to offend any of your listeners, no, please. but I'll tell you, I was, ra- I was raised in a Christian uh, uh, religion, first Baptist, then Methodist. And I knew from a, when I was a kid, it was all a bunch of horseshit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I didn't have any choice because my grandparents and my parents, but I knew when I was around 12 years old, these people are trying to sell me a bunch of goddamn mm-hmm. bullshit. None of this is true. Okay, right. <laughs> so we go we go forward now. We go forward decades, and we're here. Mm-hmm. We have two two branches of fascism in this country: political fascism and this fucking Christian fascism. Yep. That is just Mike Pence is the oh, uh, yeah. embodiment of it. But yep. all these Christian sons of bitches who have been creeping around the edges. I mean, the nerve of these sons of bitches to get behind a piece of human waste like Donald Trump. I know. Of all of of all the people. Right. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Of all the con men, they picked the stupidest, most racist. Well, that's why. But that's why. Because he's a dumb fuck. and, And the Christian fascists knew all they had to do was tell him, we're going to support you, buddy. We're going to make you the president of the United States. And then once you get elected, you can start enacting the fascist Christian agenda, which is exactly what he's been doing. That's right. That's right. So it just just drives me crazy. 
I know. I, and that's the, the yeah, Christians. And, yeah, and it's part of it's this the hypocrisy and on, on all levels with with the Christianity. The now shot. imagine if, if uh if <laughs> what are you getting ice cream? <laughs> I want ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. But imagine well, like if I said, it's Molly, Molly's it's Molly's birthday party. And, I know and that's what I went to the store for. That's awesome. Now I'm home. Oh you are. Okay. I had to t- I had to tell Kathy get the ice cream before the shit melts. You know I'm in Atlanta, man. It's hotter than ten miles from here. Right. <laughs> how many kids oh, are at Jesus. the party? I'm sorry. How many again. How many kids are at the party? Oh fuck! Um, fourteen. <laughs> My no, God. Sixteen. Fourteen year old girls. Oh boy. All of them as nubile and 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 as budding as you could possibly Uh-oh. imagine. <laughs> right, right. And, and I've tried, you know, I've had to uh, just avert my eyes and tell myself, don't you even fucking think the thoughts that you think you're thinking. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> really? That's, well, you know, you're a human. Yeah. What can you do? Well, <laughs> in, you know, in, you know in, 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 including Molly. I mean, I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Molly. It's been a long she's 14 time. Years old. I know. She's 14 years old, go, going on 30. Right. Well, I see her on Instagram and all the other social media, so, because we follow right, each other. Right. So, but yeah, no, it's it's amazing how, how time flies, because I do remember when she was a baby, oh. and I can't. You know, I mean, I feel bad on top of it, too, because it's like I think about the world that we're leaving these young people. And uh, well, that's what I'm talking. That's that's what I'm talking about. You know, as you know, I have grandchildren mm-hmm. and then I have Molly, who's uh, who's only 14. And I'm, I'm, it just it just scares the shit out of me. Right. I don't know how, what to teach her, because not only do we have this horrific political slash religious mess. But we also have global, uh, uh, you know, yeah. climate change, the whole fucking destruction yeah. of the ecosystem. You know, the planet is not going to be destroyed. It's the human race is yeah. going to be destroyed. Oh, well, that's what they – the, the, yep, that's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, 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 the, and, the, and the Christians love this because to them, this is their apocalypse. Yes. This is their fucking book of Revelation. Right. This right. is all this horse shit. And, and, you know, John of Patmos, who's the one who wrote the book of Revelation – Patmos mm. is an island uh, in, in the Greek archipelago, and and John was like a hermit, and he lived out there, and and there were uh, peyote buds, and this crazy son of a bitch ate peyote, and then wrote the Book of Revelation. Wow! And the Christians now, the Christians now swear that this is received wisdom. Bullshit! It, it's a peyote trip. Right. I've done peyote. I know Me what too. happens when you do peyote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I wish I had written a book on peyote. It would have been pretty interesting. That's for sure. Well, you know too. <laughs> I do. I've taken peyote. I've taken oh. acid, mescaline. That was my. That's it. like All my whole it. childhood. <laughs> that's what I think about fourteen. You. you know, when you look at a fourteen-year-old, I'm like, holy shit! Like I was like tripping on acid when I was fourteen. I was like. I probably, you know. Well, I I I, st- I started a lot later than that, but but I've had to have a couple of real sit downs with Molly, and and explain to her that yeah, you know, your old man smokes pot. I've done every drug you can think mm. of. Uh, I said, but but the reason I did most of them 
was to find out what it was like. I've never been an addict. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people have. Yes. A lot of people struggle with addiction. But I, I never, I'm just, I don't have an addictive well, personality, yeah. except for it concerns these goddamn facts. Right. That's about, you know. Right. Well, my, <laughs> I just want to rip their heads, I want to oh, rip their I heads know. off and their necks, well, know? that's why I, I just hope I live long enough to see it turn around. I know it's it could things can change faster than you think, and I feel like if and the way you feel, if we don't get it back in the midterms and start riding the ship, where it's done, right. we can't last another four years. I mean, four years, no. eight years with Trump no. with this. No, and the no. only good thing he's done is is he has exposed the corruption in the system, and right. it has to be. It can't. There can be no compromise because there is the truth, no. and then there's this shit, and there's mm-hmm. democracy, and then there's fucking oligarchy. So which is mm-hmm. which is it gonna be? Are we going to be a? Uh, uh, just a democratic Republican name only, or are we really gonna, you know, honor all mm. those who died to entrust this to us and, uh, and, yeah. do, and, and make it work finally. So that's, I think the choice. Well, uh, you know, you know, uh, I, I, I hate to say it, but it is the truth. Um, the American people, we're the ones that, that gave it away. We're the mm-hmm. ones that set this up for fascism because yeah. as this creeping shit was happening, you know, we just decided, oh, fuck it, it's voting day, but right. it's raining now. I That's just don't right. think I'm going to go. People don't. Yeah. And, and, and we, we, we gave it away. Yeah. Remember, remember who I don't know. I'll tell you, was it Ben Franklin that said, okay, we've given you Republic. Let's see if you can keep right. it. If, yeah. Well, That's right. guess what? Yeah, well, they, people Guess just took what? it for granted. They didn't understand. And it's part of the whole dumbing down. They weren't people weren't taught. This is why Republicans took. Yeah, you know, they hate public education because they. It's well, we I need just, a common I just, story. I just hope. I, I just hope that when these midterms come up, that anybody who who still wants to live in a country that has the possibility of of real freedom that has the possibility of living up to our original documents, even though they were written at a time of genocide and enslavement. Mm -hmm. Anybody who still believes that we have a chance will get the fuck out and That's right. It's it's now or never. All right. Well, we only have a minute, so I want to thank you for for calling. I'm sorry I fucked (laughs) up the number. I feel like a no problem, no dumbass. Problem. And, uh, <laughs> no, no problem. No problem, Sarah. Don't beat yourself. Enough yeah. people will do that. Uh, it's true. It is true. So, but thank you. All and right. I, uh, say hi to Molly. Say hi to Kathy. I'll and do it. Happy birthday to it. everybody. And, uh, you know, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. And, uh, all right. All right. All right. Take care. I'll see Take you later. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Everybody, that was Mike Malloy. He listened to him every night on Progressive Voices from 9 to, wait, what is it? Yeah, 9 to uh, nine to 11. He cut his show an hour. It used to be uh, three hours. Now he's, but please support Malloy, Mike Malloy's podcast. Buy a podcast. Support the liberal media. This is, we have to do it. We're doing it. We need you guys to meet us halfway, really. So support RDT Daily. Donate, and you can sponsor an hour of Mike Malloy's podcast by going to MikeMalloy.com and going into his sponsorships, and Mike will read uh, a message on the air, anything you want. 
birthday message, a, a commercial. You know, we have to help each other. Uh, donate to RDT Daily. If you anybody who donates above twenty dollars will get a window cling with Francis's face on it. And what else? Please give me a review on iTunes. Come on, I have twenty three reviews or something. We need to get this up into like the hundreds. It has to get up there so we can have a chance. This show has a chance. Okay, I know you can do it. Just go there now and do it, and give it a star. Write something whatever <laughs> all right guys i will see you next week like i always say we stick together we win and we will win as long as we vote get out and vote make sure you're registered i will see you next week this is tara devlin